Welcome to City Life Church Podcast. Our desire is that all may come to know Christ and fulfill their purpose in life. We welcome you to head over to our website for more information. God bless you and enjoy the message. There we go. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good, right? What is the rest of it? All the time. Amen. He's good all the time. You know, the Bible says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Hallelujah. Our challenge is, are we going to forsake him? Amen? Sometimes we do that in our lives. We say, oh, tomorrow I'll pray, this and that, whatever. But God says, no, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen? The song that was just sang, sung this morning, by the way, worship team, thank you. Awesome. Uh, he walks in the fire beside me. Amen? He does that. He, he's walking in the fires beside each one of us in our lives. We all are probably going to have some fires. I, is that true? Okay. We're all going to have some fires, but the main thing there is is that Jesus walks in the fires beside us. Amen? And he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Thank God for that. Thank him. In the name of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> well, Dave said, I'm going to be some, there'll be some challenges and uh, today, but also there'll be great blessings today in, in the word. We get blessed by his word. We get challenged by his word. Amen. If we're in his word daily, what we're going to read is something in there is going to challenge us. Something is going to bless us. Everything, the word blesses us, but there's also challenge in the blessing, right? Because God is a good God. Jesus is our Savior. Amen? If we have given our life to Jesus, that's where we are in him. Amen? And he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Amen? Because he cares for us. We're going to go through some scriptures this morning that a lot of us always know. But uh, I just, uh, first of all, want to pray this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for this day. And give you glory, honor, and praise. We give you thanks. And God, as we, I bring the word today, well, I just thank you that you'll speak to each one of us today. By your spirit. Lord, there there will be a receiving of that word by your spirit this morning for your glory, God. And I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. We're going to take a short journey through the word this morning. And uh, I pray that you'll be encouraged and challenged today. Amen? Amen. And... uh, I just wanted to uh, can put the first John 15, 5. Let's take a look at John 15, 5 this morning. Actually, I'm going to go to John 15, 4. It's not on the, on the overhead, but um, it says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. 
neither can you unless you abide in me. Amen? Amen. That's the challenge. We got to abide in him, amen? amen? Because he's, he wants a relationship with us. It's about relationship. It's about his love that we receive his love. But he also says, okay, abide in me. And without me, you can do nothing. Amen? Now, that should be a challenge to all of us. It is to me every day. You said, oh, I can't do anything without you, Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. But we have him in our lives. If If you have accepted Jesus Christ, he is in your life. Amen? He'll never leave you or forsake you. That's what he says. John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. He's made it very clear that without him we can do nothing. Now, obviously, we go about our days, we go to work, we have jobs, whatever it is, but... What he's talking about here is we can't do anything by his blessing, by his anointing in our life. Amen? Amen. Remember, even if we've walked away, Jesus is always available in our life. He's always with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. The prodigal son, there's a story about the prodigal son that he went away, but... When he came back, his father welcomed him. Jesus always welcomes us. If we've walked away a little, had, a, had something take place in our life that, that has caused that separation, but it's never separated in the spirit. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. Amen? Hallelujah. John 15, 7. If you abide in, my, in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. The thing there is abiding in him. And uh, that's where we belong. That's where we need to be. Amen? Amen? Amen. I can just tell you something here. I'm going to make a short story. I don't... What a pastor years ago told me, he said, don't get on rabbit trails, okay? And my, Carol knows I can do that. So anyway, <laughs> uh, in Mexico, uh, it's, it's very interesting. I'm just going to make this really short. Uh, it wasn't like coming to CLC City Life Church and being fed on Sundays, okay? Because we were mainly giving out, okay? We were mainly giving out throughout all that time, even though we had what we call our Mexican pastor, and we took time to go to just services where we didn't minister. The only problem is with that, if we went there, they always involved us with something, okay? So we had to... Abide in him. Abide in him. 
That's the only way we could keep going for 16 years was abiding in him. And we just thank God for that, what he did, what he supplied. We never knocked on doors. God opened things for us just sovereignly all those years. We never said, oh, can we come and preach in your church? Can we come and minister? No, that's not how it worked. God did it. Of course, we had people that worked with us and stuff, and they would communicate things with us, but God opened the doors. He made the way. Amen? Amen. And so, and we are, we're still, that's an amazing thing for Carol and myself because it was constant that we knew that we just had to abide in him and he would give us the direction. He would open the doors. He would provide everything, okay? God provided for us for 16 years down there. Still providing, but you know, God is great and he will never leave us and forsake us. Amen? Amen. We'll look at John 8, 31 and 32. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you, will be, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Amen. Hallelujah. Does the truth set us free? Yes. Dave, does the truth set us free? Already have. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, there's two Dave, excuse me. Dave Bradley, too. Uh, anyway, or it might be another Dave here, but praise God. And here again, we're seeing something in his, these scriptures right now. It says what? Abide? <laughs> I don't think we can get away from it, right? He can't get away from his word. His word never changes. It's eternal. We, sometimes the church, churches, places, want to change the word a little bit. It doesn't change. It's always there, regardless of how old it is or how many years it's been. We have different versions in a sense, but the word still is the same word. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, it says in there, Jews who believed him. We must believe to life. We believe in Jesus Christ, in his word, in what he's doing in our life, to life. In ours. We believe to life. That is something that has spoken to me personally, that I have to believe to life. That God has imparted into my life that I must stay in the vine, I must stay with Jesus, I must stay with him and trust him. Trust him, trust him. For everything. Amen? Sometimes we walk with the Lord and we, we trust him and everything, and then something comes along that says, oh, I better take care of this without the Lord. And 
That doesn't work. Doesn't work, does it? No, because we still have to, we would abide in him. He wants us to abide in him. He's making it very, he's made it very clear to us in his word. I'm going to go to Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30. <clears throat> Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, we're yoked with him. I think about the oxen that are yoked together. They're working together. There's a working that they're, they're not fighting one another. They're, they're together. They're yoked together. And they're plowing the field, whatever. I can just see that back, you know, in the, in the word back in the... Well, people still do that today in different countries. I don't think it happens here too much, but in more other countries it does. But we're yoked <clears throat> together. In other words, we're not separated from him. Hallelujah. Everybody should say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because we are not... We are, we are, when we give our life, we are yoked with him. Amen? Yes. Forever. Yes. Forever. Yes. And ever. It never ends. Now, we can try to walk away from God, but you know, God is always going to be after us. That little tap on the shoulder. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> Where are you going? Etc. So... Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct our paths. It says your paths, but our paths. Amen? He's speaking to us directly in his word. He's always speaking to us. Because he wants the best for our lives. And he will continue to do that. Sometimes it takes us a while to hear it. <laughs> I've been there many times. Do we really trust him? I have a friend, dear friend, Lyle Oles. Some of you know him. When we were in Mexico, I would talk to him on the phone, and we'd go visit him once in a while because they lived in California then just to take a short break away. And we'd be talking, though, on the phone, and he said, you got to trust him. <laughs> he kept saying this every time I talked to him. you got to trust him. And I said, Lyle, I'm trusting him. No, no, you don't understand. you got to trust him. And I'm thinking, yeah, that's right. Finally, it dawned on me he was really getting on my case to really trust him. Amen? Now, if you, you know anything about Lyle, you know he's gone through a lot of adversity, met health issues. And for him to say that to me was really encouraging that I have to trust him. And I said, well, I do trust him. And he would come back to me and he would say, no, 
you got to really trust him. <laughs> I mean, he's like emphasizing this, like, no, you don't understand. And I finally, I said, Lyle, I understand. <laughs> okay. Anyway, now, Luke 11, 9 to 10. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Amen? Seek, knock, right? We have to continue to seek him. Seek. We can't stop seeking the Lord. Amen? No matter what he's done in our life yesterday, today's a new day. Today's a new day. The hour's a new hour. We have to continue to trust in him. Amen? And it says in, in there, to him who knocks, it will be opened. It will open. He opens things in our lives. He opens doors. Like I was talking about earlier in Mexico. He opens the doors. He opens the way. To, we have an issue in our lives and something is happening in our family or whatever. He has a way. He has the answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't ever, we always got to remember, he has the answer. Now, sometimes... It might take a while for that answer to come because he's also preparing our heart to receive it by his Holy Spirit. Amen? Sometimes we might not like the answer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a challenge, God. I'm not sure that's going to work. Oh, if he said it, it will. Amen? Yes. By faith, we got to walk by faith. Walk by faith. That's what we do. Walk by faith. Amen? Right. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, 32 and 33. For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Amen. Now, that's a challenging word too because he asks us in that scripture, seek. Sometimes we want a quick answer, you know, like going through the drive-through at McDonald's or something. It doesn't work that way. No, we need to seek him. We need to, he has an answer, but he wants to hear from us. He wants to have us come in and ask him and seek him and trust him, amen, for the answers. Because he will answer, but he'll answer on his time and in his way. We, we can't demand it from him, no. We're just going to receive it from him. Whenever that is, because he knows the right timing, Timing is very important to God. 
in everything because we would maybe run ahead to do this or that, but God's timing is important. It is absolutely important in our life. It's important for the anointing as well in our life. Amen? Seek first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will be added unto us. Can you receive that right now? He will be, you want some things in your life that God is, you've asked God for? Receive it. Amen? Seek him, and he'll, he'll answer. He will answer. Might take a while. Some, like I said, timing is very important. Philippians 3, verses, verse 12. Now that I have already, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. The pressing on part is the difficult part for us. Our flesh doesn't like pressing on. Amen? No, no, it doesn't. Sometimes we fight the pressing on in our life, in some areas of our life, in prayer. There's a discipline to prayer. We must have that discipline in prayer in our life. And some, I don't have time for it. Well, you do have time for it. You might have to get up earlier, stay up later, whatever, but you have time for it. Amen? That's a challenge to us because sometimes we, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll pray tomorrow or I'll, okay, whatever. And God said, oh, okay. (laughs) We need to press on. We need to press into our relationship with him. That's our life. Our life is in Christ. Amen? The life... There was a, was it a book, Life in Christ in Stereo? <laughs> and that picture just kind of like, okay, that's the surrounding, right? It's, it surrounds us. Our life is, a, his life is around us. He guides us. He, he, he helps us in every step, every area of our lives for his glory. Right. Not for our glory, his glory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Philippians. Four, six. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. We must remember to thank him. Sometimes we say, oh, God, that's great. I'll, I'll do this or I'll, I'll, that's an answer to the prayer. Will we thank him? We, have to, we need to thank him. His word says that. The word says that. We need to thank him. He's, I can't tell you. I remember that when I accepted Jesus into my life, I was actually, I was home, in a church, and he touched my life one morning. And all of a sudden, I knew that I knew 
that I knew God was real. And no thing was said. He didn't say a word. Nothing like that happened. And I was startled. And I went, wow. I went to work the next morning. That, that mean that morning. This was real early in the morning. Nobody, our Carol wasn't up. Their kids weren't up. And I went to work early usually. And uh, so I went on to work and I walked in. Uh, there and a few people started coming in. I'm usually one of the first people there. And uh, I got around to everybody. I'm, a, I'm a, uh, in charge. Of, I have a lot of responsibility. I'm a, whatever you want to call it, manager. And so they had to listen to me, right? <laughs> they had to listen to me. So I says, did you know God is real. And they would just look at me like, oh, okay, that's nice, or whatever. <laughs> I went around, everybody I knew that day, telling them, God, did you know? That's exactly what I said. Did you know God is real? And personally, if I had stopped and thought about it, I don't know how I knew that. I didn't know that, but I knew it. In here, in my spirit, in me, I knew the fact is he is real. And he's still real. Hallelujah. He hasn't changed. I don't know. Nobody made too many comments to me about it. <laughs> One gentleman challenged me, though, later. What do you mean? And he started challenging me about it. How do you know? I said, I just know. He said, you can't just say that. And I said, yes, I can. <laughs> I can say it because I know it. I still know it today. Amen. Hasn't changed. Amen? Amen? I still know he's real. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he cares for us. God cares for us so much in our lives that he's... He, and he wants that a relationship with him, with Jesus. Do you have time for Jesus? Do you have time for Jesus? We need to take time for Jesus. Amen. In our days, we can't go by our own strength. It's his strength. Amen. It's his strength in our lives. There's a lot of testimonies here I know about that, that know about that, but we still sometimes decide to do things on our own. God wants, just like the yoke earlier in the scripture, we're, we're partnering with God. We're partnering. We're yoked together. That's never going to be broken. That relationship will not be broken. Amen. So, seek him. Seek him. Seek him. Seek him. Don't let a day go by without seeking the Lord. Amen? Amen. Do not do that. There's a scripture that's not up 
will not be up there. This is John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives to you. Give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I went through a situation where I was getting frustrated about something. And it went on for a while. Well, now, I guess the only way I can describe it, I just held on to it myself. <laughs> and got more frustrated about it. And it was not a thing that I should get frustrated about, but it, I was getting frustrated. Be honest, I was frustrated. It kept happening and happening and happening, and I'm just... Oh, why is this happening to me? I don't, I'm going to see, do I need to change something to whatever? Finally, I'm just being honest, finally, I came to the Lord and said, um, I think I need to talk to you about this issue. <laughs> Are we all like that? I mean, do we have times like that in our life? Okay, I, all right. I'm being honest here. So I said, I sat down with the Lord, quiet in the morning, and I said, I don't know. I get frustrated by this thing, so I guess I need to give this to you, God. To you, Lord. <laughs> and I waited for a little bit. I didn't hear anything. I said, God, I, I really want to submit this to you. Sometimes we need to humble ourselves when we think we can do something onto our own, but God wants us to really come and humble ourselves before him. Amen? He gave me a scripture. And I said, oh, this, this word, John 14, 27, I didn't remember what that said. So I opened my Bible and peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And you know what? When I knew I was going to go into something that was caused this in my life, I prayed that word. I prayed it then. I said, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for the word. Thank you for your word. I'm going to stand on your word. I'm going to rely upon your word. I grab a hold of this word today, and I know that's the answer to my problem. So I would pray it before I would run into this situation. Never dealt with it again. It was gone. I was set free just like that. Yeah. Amen? God can set us free. Anybody need to be set free today? Amen. So he's, he's going to give us, he has the answers. Amen. He has the answers. Philippians 4.8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, Whatever things are pure, whatever things 
are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. He's very specific here. The word is very specific here. So are we going to go by his word? If they have any, is there any virtue? Is there anything praiseworthy? Meditate on these things. I think sometimes, I, I, I know that. I just know it from myself. I've had a praise report, and that's, I'm, it's gone. I'm, I'm moving on to something else. Am I really meditating on it? Am I really coming into that meditation with the Lord and saying, thank you. Thank you that you provided. You did what you, only you can do in, in this situation. I think sometimes our, as we all know, our flesh gets in the way. It does. And we, we have to die to our flesh. We have to die to our own self. And, and God wants us to yield everything to him. Everything. Everything to him. Carol and I have seen miraculous things take place. Things that I, don't, I can't explain what God did. Okay? But he's done it. And we thank him for it. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how that took place. When After God touched our lives, I'm going to give a short story here. I'm not going to take much longer, but the, when God touched Carol, Carol's life first in December 1980, touched my life in February of 81. Of course, I, I've seen a change in her, but I wasn't sure what was going on, to be frank with you. I'm thinking now, she wanted to go out and get a Bible, and I said, we got a Bible. We have a big, thick Catholic Bible. Nobody read the Bible. It was an ornament. Okay? We were in the Catholic Church, but actually we had said, oh, we don't need to go to church anymore either. Okay? God, as I say, it interrupted our life, our normal life. Anyway, God gave us some things that, about the future, etc., etc. And one of the things he had led us to do was to get a motorhome. We were to sell our home, etc. I'm not going to go into the whole story. But we, were, we moved into a motorhome, which we didn't own, which I didn't have money to pay for. But God told me to do it. This time I had quit my, God told me to quit my job, every, turn everything over to him in our lives. And I have this motorhome now. I'm, I'm not going to go into all the details, but I said, okay, I don't have any more money. God had us give away things. And how am I going to pay for this motorhome? 
God, you opened this up. It wasn't our idea. So, did you know every payment was made on that? In various ways, I, I don't have to take time to tell you how it happened, but it happened. God had to come aside and, and uh, learn, study, be mentored by pastors and everything. And we lived in this motorhome. And every, I, I still don't know to this day, I can't tell you, honestly, I just can't tell you how things came to pay for it. It just was there. Now, God can do the miraculous, right? He can do the miraculous. I don't understand it all. We don't have to. <laughs> we don't have to understand it. We just have to receive it. Amen? Whatever God is speaking to us, receive it. Hallelujah. Yes. Because he is doing a work. Whatever it is in each one of our lives, he's doing a work right now. We're getting ready to go back to Mexico, as you know. And... Uh, we're, we're, we're so excited about it and anxious about it in a way because we know God's got some things that we don't even know about. Amen? He's got things prepared that we don't even know about. So we're excited. We have so many friends there. We've made so many friends, so many. Uh, it's incredible. Families. You become part, very often in Mexico, can be in Puerto Rico too, huh? Uh, you, once you get into a family member, you become part of that family almost. Basically, you do. We have a lot of family relationships. I mean, whole family here. It's not just one, the couple or somebody, but all the relatives come, etc. So we're, we have a large family there. And, and, and it was very hard, in a sense, to say goodbye. We couldn't really say goodbye to everybody, in a sense, but uh, we still have those families. We, can't, we keep in contact with them and stuff and uh, everything, and just, they're, they're, uh, their term is, we're waiting for you. <laughs> That's how they say it. Well, uh, Come on down or what? No, we're waiting for you. That's a good thing, right? Somebody's saying they're waiting for you. Hallelujah. So we just, we thank God for that and, and uh, what he's got ahead for us, you know, in that, this adventure coming. We call it, I call it adventures. Adventures in the Lord. Hallelujah. We should write a book. Adventures in the Lord. Amen. We've had different, I, I, you know, we have so many things that have taken place since God changed our life. It's incredible. It's incredible. I would, couldn't, I can't tell you, it's just, I, that's how we look at, we, sometimes I say, we need to pinch each other or something because this, is this real? You know, it's like, oh my gosh, we get to do this. Follow the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord for this opportunity to talk to you this morning, family. Okay? I'm hoping that 
course, through his word, he speaks to us. Amen. All right? He always wants to speak to us. So my, my challenge to everyone here and to myself is get in the word. Get in the word. Amen? It's life. It's life. It, it brings life. Isn't that true? Yeah. Can everybody say it? Raise your hand. Can you say that? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. Thank you, Lord, for this time together this morning in the name of Jesus Christ for your glory. And uh, Father God, I pray as the word has gone forth today, it'll bear much fruit in each life here today. My life, every, every life in the name of Jesus Christ for your glory, God. God, we trust you. We praise you. We worship you. We thank you for your word. You're faithful. You're always faithful. And I pray that for everyone here today to see, to experience, to grab a hold of the faithfulness of God for God's glory. Amen. Thank you for listening to City Life Church Podcast. 